Coming up next, it's Rock the Dog with David Reed Watson on Firebrand Radio. Rocking your world 24-7. Welcome to another edition of Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk. This is David Reed Watson along with Kat. Tonight, I have a special guest. His name is Micah Pigeon. He is from Huntington Beach, California, and he is a cranial sacral therapist. We'll come back to the interview very shortly. Right now, I'm going to play you some music. Enjoy the show.
South Wales. That was Those Damn Crows with the song Rock and Roll Ain't Dead from their album Murder and the Motive. Before that, we heard Grumpy Nations with the song Sweet Psycho Sister from their album Still Alive. They are from Denmark, and we started it off with some good friends of mine, Martin Crowlung, Michael Carlson, and Para Johansson, and Mats Levin from Gothenburg. And the song was called From the end to the beginning and the band was dog face right now on the phone i have my good friend micah pigeon who's going to talk about cranial sacral david reed watson i'm doing well <laughs> but how are you i like it when you say my full name it's like yeah. my mom, when my mom's reprimanding me that's how she says my full uh, name <laughs> uh, well <laughs> So that is, that is kind of when we get our full names talked to us usually, huh? Yes. So welcome to Walk the Talk. So you're a cranial Thanks. sacral therapist. So uh, for the people out there in the universe that don't know what cranial sacral therapy is, why don't you describe it for us? Okay. Well, that's a big question, but I'm going to just like sum it down and keep it really simple. It's a uh, cranial sacral is a... Uh, it's a light touch manual therapy, light touch manual therapy that really focuses on the, the structure of the body, mainly the the central nervous system, which is the the cranial sacral system there, mm-hmm. and uh, if we fo- we focus on that so that the body as a whole, when the structure improve, it, it it the body functions at a higher level. So basically, when we work on the uh, cranial sacral system, it gets it, it heals the structure a little bit, and as the structure gets healed, then process in the body works, and you're you're able to work at your highest from your brain down to the way you walk uh, improves, and it's. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. So it's like tuning up your car in a way. Yeah, tuning up. That's exactly what it is. I do. I have some people that come in about once a week and people that come in once a month. But when you get tuned up with this, it's uh, it's different. It really relaxes you down the core of your body. You know, massages uh, will relax the muscles and take away different tensions. This is like down the, the, the central core, the breath of life down the body, from the brain down the... Um, spinal cord. So, so okay. So this is this is going on, and you're you're a practitioner, and you're you're facilitating this energy work. It's, it, would you classify it as energy work? Yes, it's definitely okay. an, uh, an aspect of energy work. There's an energy component to it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you could talk for three hours just on that. But it's, so, it's go ahead. So what so what's actually going on when you're tuning somebody? Well, what I do is, uh, you know, you stay clothed. You may, might just take your shoes off and lay on a comfortable table on your back. You usually start off with uh, what goes on is that I feel the rhythm on your body. There's listening stations. This rhythm is produced by the cranial sacral system. The uh, cerebral spinal fluid actually gives off a rhythm. And you can feel it on the body and off the body. And uh, what I do is I feel different parts around your body in the field or on the body. And when I see an area that's not moving like the other parts are, that's generally where I start. I usually lay my hands on the body there, and then I begin feeling different things happen underneath my hands, a.k.a. tissue movement, uh, things that are tight, unwinding. And um, 
a lot of times, I'll put it this way, a lot of times in life, like stress, are, we don't have any in the world right now, but <laughs> you know, things like uh, things will, you can kick your toe, you can uh, fall out of a tree, or you can just have a, a, an emotional phone call with someone. Things get stuck in the body. A lot of times, uh, like fascia from your hip, if you sleep wrong, it can attach to your spine. Fascia is this uh, opaque film uh, that goes around every one of our organs. It's a real thin tissue, and it, it creates little tensions and adhesions in the body. And so a lot of times they attach to the spine from wherever they're coming from. Okay. And so when I put my hands on the body, these these tensions, these, uh, rele- these releases happen. And when that happens, the body recreates a, its structure like it should be, and then function and process starts happening. I know that's a lot of words, but it's... Uh, I had to probably calm it down a little, but it's uh, that's the way it works. And once process is working better in your body, you're thinking better, feeling better, making better decisions. Your brain's working better, and that's uh, that's what's going on. We're releasing releasing tensions and adhesions throughout the body, and putting flow and movement back into the body where I found that it wasn't moving. You know, there's different areas of your body for reasons that don't move as much. You know, it's not hydrated, so. We find these areas and uh, things happen when we uh, start doing cranial work on you. I remember when you started doing this and I remember you inviting me to to uh, go there uh, where a bunch of you practitioners were actually working on people. And I, oh, yeah, up at Temescal Canyon. I yeah, it was, it was up in Temescal Canyon. It was and I remember just walking out of there with my head spinning. Um, so, okay, so you, you, this was, how many years ago was this now? It was quite a few years ago from what I remember. Oh, we were in, yeah, that was probably in 2004, you know, whatever. 15 so, years ago. so how were you introduced to this? You know, that, that's a, that's a really good question because it, this, it was, it was dramatic the way it happened to me. I was in 2005, I was down in Todos Santos, uh, uh, Baja, Mexico, getting my 200 hours as, to get to become a yoga teacher. And, uh, a girl there about halfway through our month there, she says, you know, I just was with this guy named John Upledger, who is the creator of, of cranial sacral therapy. She goes, I was just with him, and he did this thing on me called craniosacral therapy. Can I do it on you? And she was kind of pretty, so I said, sure. <laughs> so I, I laid down. She put her hands behind my neck. I basically, I think I passed out a little bit for about 10 minutes, and I felt her doing some other work. And she just got up and walked away, and I remember we were right on the ocean. I stood up. I walked out on the sand a little bit. And it was during a, almost at sunset and I didn't even know it, but I, I just all of a sudden started feeling tears running down my cheek. Now, this is the truth. I felt tears running down. I go, what's what am I? Am I crying? What I figured out because I was in this kind of really peaceful, easy, really feeling is that I had felt for the first time in my life, I was feeling no tension in my body. And I didn't know that I had tension my whole life because it was there with me since I could remember, right? As a child, right? But stuff started happening. So when I stood up there and felt this relaxation throughout my entire core, my being, it just brought me to tears. And I told myself right then, this is what I'm gonna do from now on. And that's how it was. So I came back and started taking classes that year. Wow. 
Yeah, it's it was big. Very big. Like I, I when I met you, um, we were going to Agape. Um, yeah, in Culver City at the time, and it was, uh, and I remember certain things you were doing. I mean, because you worked on me back, back then when you were. I remember going to your house, and I remember mm. your tuning forks. Can you, yeah. Do you still use the tuning forks? I do, and I love sound. You know, being a singer like you and and uh, toning those tuning forks do come in. Yes. Um, you know what? I'll use them not as much as I used to, but I do use them a lot on people with back issues that sometimes I mix it in with my polarity and cranial work. So okay. I'll have them lay on their stomach and I'll, I'll hit the tuning fork, a C or a G, and I'll go up their spine. And what that what that uh, that that does, these are body forks, actually. It goes mm-hmm. on the body. It just creates space around bulging discs or anything that's... Uh, that's not feeling right. It also brings nitric oxide to that area. It's created by putting the body fork right on that body there. So, and that's a healing molecule that comes in. Weightlifters take that a lot, right? To uh, to build things back up. But this is a natural occurring thing. So, those are body forks. Then we have the tuning forks that we do during the air, do in the air that we hear through our ears. And that's another uh, fascinating thing. I mean, sound is like the beginning of the universe. Mm. So there's oh, another the five, maybe another five hours discussion right there. So, oh my gosh. yeah, we still use them, but, uh, you know, every now and then they come into the play of a session. Huh? Do you have any questions, Kat? Uh, yeah. What, are, what can you tell me some of the conditions that, um, craniosacral therapy helps with? Certainly Kat, that is, you know, if anyone has anything, I always tell them I can help you with that. And I'm not being facetious, but it literally does help with anything. Um, it, headaches, migraines, uh, neck, back pain, stress. Oh, man, it just it's huge with stress. It uh, helps with that. Um, you know, chronic fatigue, uh, TM, TMJ syndrome, uh, central nervous system stuff. I get kids in there with... Uh, ADHA, uh, is that an ADHD, I guess. Post-traumatic stress, it calms the nervous system. It's like a soothing soothing bath for it. I also work on newborns. I work with uh, people with dementia and Alzheimer's. So it improves the brain and everything else, the well-being in the body. Ah, babies. Yeah, tell me about working with babies. Babies, yeah. Well... What we do with babies, and I've worked on them from five days old, uh, five days old up. It's like holding a little kitten with its eyes closed in your mouth almost. Such precious little cargo, right? A lot of times I get calls from uh, parents where uh, the mother, you know, uh, she's saying the baby's not feeding right. It can't latch right. it's, It's hurting her. Or the baby's neck, say, is turned to one side and they're not moving it much from that side, which is a condition we call torticollis. Uh, and so what they, what they generally do, and, and it depends on the birth. I ask them, well, how did the, you know, how is the birth? And sometimes a suction is used. Sometimes it's uh, different things are used that has hampered the baby's ability to function at 100%. So let's say a baby comes in there and it has its head turned to one side. Um, I just uh, gently put my hand on its neck and the back of its uh, 
uh, head and then one underneath its diaper and I basically hold it there for about 10 minutes and you can just see sometimes they're all, all crooked up their spines twisted a little they're over to one side just by holding those two points in about 10 minutes the baby's spine straightens out there's lengthening that happens in the body and you just see the baby's face kind of change like wow that feels good so we do that uh, more particular around the neck I uh Okay, I'm going to get into this just a little bit, but I'll make it quick. We have the cranial nerves 9, 10, and 11 that are in the head, and they, they come down. Uh, cranial 9 is a, a suck, swallow, and breathe. Cranial 10 is, of course, your vagus nerves that goes all the way down through your intestines from your brain. And then the accessory nerve is cranial 11. All those are up in the head. So we do a, just some tiny maneuvers around the ears, around, I mean, very, very light ones. We're holding the baby like it's a butterfly wing, right? If it turns one way, you just let go. But as these, as these nerves become unpinged, which that's the problem, the baby has, you know, uh, restricted nerve flow. So those nerves become unhinged with the little techniques I do. And then wherever those nerves go to, the muscles start responding better. So if the mouth is really tight and it won't open, the nerve that goes into the cheek and the neck, that starts firing better and then these things open up so the baby's mouth is able to open up better so we can uh, um, feed better and then there's uh, if they have a lot of kids come in with a uh, up spitting up right colic and different things so we do the same thing the vagus nerves goes down into their little tummies into the intestines so we relax that nerve it starts firing better and when that happens, then the twistedness that's going on in their intestines, that relaxes, and then the spitting up stops. So these are little teeny things that we can do to babies. And I show the moms, and you know, usually the dads are in there too, these things that you can do throughout the day. Like little, you touch them on the ears, you just pull it a little teeny bit, really lightly. But you do it three or four times during the day for about a minute or 90 seconds and fast improvements. Usually right away we have improvements sitting there in that one hour. So, um, uh, wow. yeah, pretty cool. I, huh? I wish that we would have had this kind of technology or, yeah, I, mean, I mean, this technology was around, but I wish we were aware of it in the West back when we were kids. Like in, when I was born in 1963, I had my, my intestines were wrapped around my stomach. So someone like you as a cranial sacral therapist can detect these kind of things and kind of... Uh, what do you do? The energy just kind of. Well, like I say, for the for the for the babies when they come in, we work on these little nerves in the head. And there's way the usually it's the cranial bones are pinching down, or the tissues in the head are pinching down on the nerves. Whether it's yeah. coming through the birth canal that happened, or you know with the suction, it's something happened during birth, or the way it was in the inside the mother for months, laying on one side. So we release these little areas where the nerves start firing out of the head better, and once the nerves are firing into the muscles. Those those muscles start responding like they're supposed to. So in other words, the vagus nerve, I was telling you, that's number 10. That goes down through the tummy areas. When that's re released, then that releases all the tension 
and the uh, things going on around the intestines. So that's how we do that. To tell you how to do the techniques over the phone, it'd be a little you know hard because it's you know little things that we have to feel and touch, and then we just make slight adjustments on the cranium, whether it be in the ears, the frontal bone, the parietals on top of the head. Well, this um, might this might be a good good time right now to um, actually tell people how to get in touch with you because you're you know if if they want to set up their own session that would be amazing i would think that that's uh that's something i can do i uh the name of the my company is called orange county cranial sacral therapy so the website is orange county cranial sacral therapy.com Rock the Talk, a.k.a. Walk Your Talk, David Reed Watson. We will be back with our discussion with Micah Pigeon talking about cranial sacral therapy. Right now, I'm going to bring you some more music.
Get us through some way. 
love those horns. That was Water Tank with their song Cryptobiosis from their album Silent Running. They're from France. Before that, we heard Electric Hydro with A Thousand Lies from Sweden. And uh, we started it off with Perfect Plan with Fighting to Win. They are, too, from Sweden. So right now, we're going to get back with my buddy, Micah Pigeon, and we're going to talk more about cranial sacral. Now, it's uh, you know, you were talking about babies. So for mm-hmm. let's say for expecting mothers, um, it would probably behoove them to see you prior to their baby coming out, right? I had a few do that, right? Uh, yeah, well, you figure if you're more relaxed, if you're tense, tensed up that the mom is for any reason. Uh, well, let me give you an example of what happened. I did have a woman come in and she was in her ninth month uh, and the baby still had not turned. In other words, the head was up where it should have been down there. So we did uh, we did one session and I just basically felt down in the area where the baby's head needed. I felt the whole baby, but down in the area, down near her pelvis, I felt it tight, restricted. So we just did some energy holds in that area. That relaxed. I worked on her head also, right? So the nerves coming from her brain down into the tummy area, that helped relax that area. And she said she went home that night, the next day went to the doctor and the baby had turned on its own that night. Now I didn't do that. But I think I might have had, I like to think I might have had something to do with it. You know, she was in the day before and the baby just felt it relaxed. And when it was relaxed, it switched its position overnight. Oh, wow. So that worked out fine. You know, I have a question about the vagus nerve. Um, You talked about working on it in order to settle it down. Is there any uh, place in your work where you activate the vagus nerve because it's such a important nerve in the human body yeah that's even an, uh, a good question right there too sometimes it's under under activated um, you know a lot of times when we when we activate it and we under activate it I'm doing the same things it's just impinged for some reason if it's over activated the energy will bring it back to homeostasis if it's uh, I say over and if it's under activated we can do a, a couple of these different techniques called the, the slide where I hold your head, I hold your uh, sacrum, and I slide your spine actually about two inches one way and another one. You just stimulate the area and then once the energy gets back into that area of the spine or in the nerve, then it starts functioning. I don't know. Did I answer that right? Did I answer that for you? Yes, How actually. Do you split- Sometimes even that, that's when those tuning forks can come in too, Kat, where we take, uh, you know, you'll hear something if it's a C and G and the overtones that go with those tuning forks or we place them on the body and the vagus nerve will respond to that. It'll just, it'll, it'll, you know, deep breathing the vagus nerves responds to. So if you're having uh, trouble, you know, little lethargic or whatever, you do some deep breathing that massages that vagus nerve. And, you know, it's like having a massage right on your nerve. So as you're uh, doing the deep breath, holding it, blowing it out, it's, that's another good activation for the uh, vagus nerve. Get your exercise in also. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't have to go to the gym. Just go to Mike. 
That's right. And of course, you know, it's, I mean, all this stuff, I get people that come in and then I, you know, I used to be able to come in once a week and they'd come in and a week later and they'd be, you know, almost below where they came in last time. They're just feeling bad. Not, you know, they're looking horrible. I feel sick. I go, well, what do you do when you leave here? What's your lifestyle like? They go, well, you know, uh, I stop in at Artie's over here and have a six pack on the way home. Then I go home and I eat pizza for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, every night. And I go, and you know, their lifestyle is such is that it, it can take away some of the benefits of the energy work mm-hmm. and people, I know, you know, this Dave, and, and people do need to know this, your lifestyle contributes to how long you hang on to a, either a, a good massage, a good Reiki session, a good cranial sacral session. Um, and so if you're going out eating crummy, uh, doing crummy things, and you know what's kind of good for you and not bad for you. So if you're uh, eating wrong, drinking a lot, then, you know, if you're not moderating your life out, that takes away and that brings that onion peel back over you to where you're like, your body's tensed up and uh, not doing the best it can. So the lifestyle has a lot to do with how long each session can last you. And then your nervous system, you know, your your nervous system. Some people leave me, like I say, some people come in once a week, some once a month, and it just depends really on what frequency you want to live in. How do you want to, as you're vibrating, do you want to feel really good or halfway good? And I, let me just mention this about the, the nervous system. You know, there's so much stuff going on in the world now, and people are all made differently. So if they go out, some people just get to a red light and they get so nervous because they're at a red light. Now that's a nervous system that's very sensitive. You know, God forbid they should get pulled over by a policeman or something. They just, they can't, you know, they don't handle things as well. So it depends on your nervous system, your nervous system, and then uh, how you take care of yourself when you're not in there getting sessions. All right. Huh. So yeah, you've, I guess the biggest thing is to um, make sure that you surround yourself with the kind of kind of lifestyle that you want the kind of people and so on and so forth and it would help maintain that bingo our relationships have a lot to do with it i mean that's so you know and then and then whatever you really love to do if you have something in your life you know your hobby you know i know it's you singing and playing like me today make sure you mix that into your life too whatever makes you happy happy begets happiness right so yes and uh, which uh i since you just mentioned that i want to bring that up i want to tell people on the show here that i'm going to play a song of yours that you recorded out in nashville which is amazing it's just an amazing song cat listen to it and and yes (laughs) absolutely love it and thank you dave you know how much you know how how much of this work has inspired and attributed to your music as well that sound and energy and all that uh, do you have you found that your your voice and and how how you're telling your stories musically is is becoming more focused yeah that's a that's a pretty good word for it i'd also use the word uh I'm aware of how I'm feeling about music. Mm. And, uh, you know, when you become more aware, when your senses are high, more highly acutely activated, 
you know what you love without you know questioning too much or you know what you want to do to keep your voice well or or so i mean to answer your question though yeah it just it's thrown me into uh my music even more and it you know it makes life more precious because you you kind of see it for what it is instead of uh the ego always being in the way and 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 uh you know and when your nervous system's really tight you're just not thinking as well you're in that fight or flight kind of stuff so mm-hmm. so yeah this song came around about uh uh two two years ago i guess is when we recorded it um, yeah and it was yeah when i first heard it it went through me and it just stopped me i remember i was in nashville uh, I didn't write this song, uh, uh, but it, it's uh, a friend of mine did, and uh-huh. it was it's just gorgeous. So it means a lot to me, and thanks for playing it. I oh, didn't yeah. know you were going to play it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, of course. I mean, and what I've noticed about um, mu- musicians with, with intent is that um, it comes through in their voices, and it resonates, and the people that listen to it actually get touched by it. I've, I, I, I'm a firm believer that that being touched by certain music, you can really, you know, it's, it's different than somebody just singing a song, blah, 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 blah. It's when that voice of truth comes through, it, it has no limits on where it's at or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I, I don't know if I'm making sense there, but it's... You are. No, you absolutely are. Um, I agree with that. And, and you say how it touches you. What I find and um, what I'm finding now, and since I started opening up with all this energy work over the last 15, 20 years, is when something is touching me, like the music, I find that it usually touches someone else. Mm. So, you know, go figure that, that, that feeling that's in me, it's like, it's, it's contagious. I, I know that it's touching, usually it's touching someone else. And in this, this cut, it seemed to do that. So, uh, and then we start getting into sound therapy and all this and, and uh, so, oh, a big thing. Okay. I want to touch on this because it, this is, this is especially in the COVID era that we're in right now. Um, I remember talking to you about this before uh, because I just had a session with you um, yep. and it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was, you know, we did a, a zoom session and you know, I, even me who, who intuitively knows that, you know, and with Reiki um, we do, we do distance healing Um but still there's that there's that human ego skepticism that's going uh yeah this is bullshit <laughs> but yeah. you did a zoom session with me and it was like you were right there i just closed my eyes i laid down on on my table i had incense burning i had the whole atmosphere going and you were right there i you know i felt you there and it, it, you know, what do you say to people like that? I mean, this is a, I don't know. I mean, you probably are getting a lot of clients now um, via Zoom or, or, or whatever, because people can't really go to see people now, right? People are 
Yeah. Well, we're just now opening up in California again, where we're able okay. to. They closed us down, opens us up, closed us down. Now we're back open. But I, during that time, I had my a lot of my regulars try the virtual, and I'd say about a third of them are a third of my work now is virtual work, and it is. I'm glad you said this, and all I can tell people is is check it out. I think it's as powerful as, or if not more powerful than in person. Oh. And I agree with you. Whoever hears this goes, well, how do you do that? What do you, what do you, how can, I can't explain it. I just know that years ago I used to do phone sessions, uh, distance healing. Uh, remember working with my daughter once and a few other people and we would just go places or, you know, there's, we're trained in certain ways, but it's this energetic component that's part of what we do with strong intention and, uh, it's pretty damn amazing. I I, I I try to figure it out uh, intuitively, but I, you know, it's it's really difficult because the ego gets in the way. I get that. Um, you know, two days ago, my uncle Ted passed away, and you know, he was 90, ninety-three years old. Um, I knew that day. I, I I said to myself in the morning, I said, uh, Uncle Ted's going to pass today, and. I, I brushed it off. You know, my ego said, oh, come on, that's silly. And then I got a call from my mom later on that afternoon saying that. Um, so there's an intuitive sense that we all have, you know, like mothers, you know, a cat can attribute to that because she, she's a mom. She knows when her kids are, you know, she can feel it. Sure. You know, we we have like ant, like dogs and cats and uh, other animals. They feel things, and you know, I think with maybe cranial sacral, um, you know, these kind of therapies, we can actually get back to being in that presence and and become and, and trust our intuitions a, a little bit more. Well said. Getting into the present moment, which this brings you into. Yeah, this brings you into the present. All the healing takes present uh, takes place in the healing moment. You're breathing when you follow your breath like that. Uh, you can't breathe in the past. You can't breathe in the future. So when you're breathing, you're with. If you're paying attention to your breathing and coming in and going out, you're right there in the heal in the moment. But yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's something we all have, and we're starting all to remember again. You know, this COVID thing might have brought it up, where we're spending more time. Uh, you know finding out how we're made and what's working and what's not. So the, the, I think that, that word remember, right? Remember putting back together, putting back together. Those are all good words. Putting back together. I love that. Remember to book this radio station right here. Rock the talk radio. You can find us on Facebook and you're listening to firebrandradio.online. We'll be back with Micah Pigeon talking more about cranial sacral therapy after these songs. Rock out, babies. She breathed in love 
the Dead Daisies with the song Bustle and Flow. Now, I am a huge Glenn Hughes fan, um, but you know what? I love John Karabi, too, and John Karabi was in the Dead Daisies, and so I'm torn, man. I was torn about playing this song, but damn, was that good. Before that, we heard Ocean Hills with the song Bound, and we started off with Eleven Dead and their song Alive. They're from the UK. Uh, Kat and I are here, and we're going to get ready to go right back into this interview with Micah Pigeon. There were a few comments that we had after we had the actual um, interview with Mike that we didn't get to ask him when we were on the air, and I don't know if you wanted to elaborate on that at all. Yeah, well, I wanted to actually loop back to insurance. Uh, right now, you know, insurance, traditional insurance doesn't always pay for um, these sessions. And um, But many people have HSAs and FSAs, and those um, funds are starting to be able to be used for sessions and, and other types of um, medical needs or bills. Yeah, I mean, we're talking... Nobody's got any money right now in COVID. And we're going to talk about Zoom sessions right now. We're going to go right back in with this interview with Micah Pigeon. You know, and it's trying to explain the virtual thing to people in Zoom. It's kind of like trying to explain what jumping in the ocean's like if you've never done it. I could talk to you for six years about what it's going to feel like. And until you jump into the ocean, you'd be like, oh, this is what it is, right? It's, it's kind of like on that level. I can't really explain it. I do my best, but... Uh, um, that's trying a, to, that's a great analogy. Yeah. That's, that's true. How do you how do you how can you explain to somebody what the ocean feels like and that smell and the scents and the waves and the air and the seagulls and uh, you can't explain it. You you have to you have do to it. do it to get. And yeah, you're, you're right. It, it, Wow, I remember. You know, I, I'm I'm going to reminisce just a little bit because, you know, uh, okay. for for those of you that don't know the relate my my relationship with Mike here is, you know, we we used to hang out at, uh, down on the beach and you know Venice Beach and Marina del Rey when years ago and and we got into some very very deep discussions and we sang a lot and played guitar a lot and but I remember one, one thing that really sticks out that you taught me and I still use it today because I had asked you one time I go Mike um, I'm doing I'm doing Reiki sessions with people and I'm just my I, my brain I, I've just I you know sometimes I felt suicidal sometimes I you know I felt really depressed and he's like and you said to me he was like oh you're not grounding yourself and I was like what yeah and I remember you standing out in front of the cow's end and he goes, watch, I will, I'll ground myself. And I remember one of our friends, I think it was Elizabeth, um, walked right by you and walked right up to me and said, Hey Dave, what are you guys doing? You know? And I looked at you like she didn't even see you. You had grounded yourself so much that that person did not even notice you were there. And that blew my mind. I go, all right, Mike's Mike's up to something with this cranial sable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that grounding's big. You can try that anytime. You're in a crowd of people. You're not feeling right. That it is big, and it uh, it, it it works. I mean, whenever you're in doubt, breathe and ground yourself, and you'll find things work out. It's amazing. Breathe and you know? ground. 
Um, Breathe and ground. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you all you got to do is just say, you know, I'm grounded. You know, picture immediate roots going from your 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 spine and your legs into the middle of the earth. Just picture it. Just in two seconds, I'm grounded and feel it. Get into that moment. Boom. And you are. You are. Mm-hmm. I am right now just by saying that. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, what other types of... Um, I don't know what you might want to say, uh, brain brain type disorders um, do you work with? Do you see in your practice? Um, let's see. Well, brain disorders, I, a lot of, uh, especially in the last couple, three years, I've been working uh, with uh, the, the uh, one of the schools I, I uh, graduated from and teach with now, the, the Upledger Institute. We work with dementia, Alzheimer's patients, and... Uh, that is one of, you know, my, I have a mom and she's 91 and I started doing these protocols on her years ago, but I started doing this, uh, this dementia protocol on her about a year and a half ago. And she has gotten off of her meds that they gave her for the dementia. Now she doesn't have Alzheimer's, but she was forgetting a lot. And I'll just make it really quick. There's a man, uh, on YouTube. His name is Michael Morgan, and he he's he's leading this uh, this uh, march into the Alzheimer's uh, dementia realm all around the world. He's speaking. Uh, he works with Upledger, so if you can go to Michael Morgan on YouTube, he'll explain it. But as as we as we get older, the cerebral spinal fluid that flushes through our brains, you know, we have little rivers going everywhere through our brains, right? As mm-hmm. we get older, that cerebral spinal fluid, say from the age fifty to 75 or 80, it decreases by about 50%. So the cerebral spinal fluid is the healing fluid that actually flushes through our brain at night. You know, we have our lymphatic system for our blood. Well, in our brain, the fluid is called the glymphatic system, which when you go to sleep or take a nap or when you even get in a session, it it flushes through the brain and releases the toxins and the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the plaques that are in the brain. So my point is, is that we're starting to work just uh, about 15 minutes every every day with these patients that are dementia, starting to forget a lot. And it's increasing the cerebral spinal flow through the brain. We get them what we call into a still point. And the system closes down. It's like your computer closing down and it, re, it reboots itself. So there's certain things we do. And like within three weeks, miraculous people, miraculous things are happening to people that have uh, uh, this Alzheimer's and dementia. And if you go on the website, I'm not pushing it, but I'm just telling you where it's at, Mm upledger.com, you'll see videos of people uh, with with this Alzheimer's, uh, kids with uh, um, autism, you'll see the real thing there and them working with it. So these are all good questions. I just have so much to say about each one, but... um, it's really improved my mom's life in uh, just in the last two years. And it's just something you can do for about 10 minutes a day. If you can do these little things that we do teach called still points, and Michael Morgan explains that. Uh, you know, if anyone has any questions, I can get back to you on that too. But this okay. increases that cerebral spinal flow. And, you know, you get the river. It just, you start getting more water through the river and then things don't dry up as much and those synapses keep firing. Uh, am I making sense? Am I sound like a doctor or a duck? 
<laughs> oh, you sound great. Yeah. This, is, this is down the rabbit hole a little bit, but uh, you know, you hear about um, the pineal gland being calcified. Does yes. any of your work work with that? Well, sure. I mean, it, when you when you ask that, it's that the cerebral spinal fluid goes right around that little guy. Okay. So. You know, there's as the you increase the cerebral spinal flow into the brain where the uh, pituitary and the pineal gland is, this gets flourished with that more. And these are all things that, you know, get less as we get older if we don't, especially if we're not moving much. Number one, I hope you guys, everyone's moving out there, some kind of exercise, hiking, just something like that to get the blood and your, your, your fluids moving. But, um, yeah, and there's some good breath work out there too. Uh, holding your breath, you know, it can the Kundalini. I know Davey worked with that. Mm-hmm. It can, um, but it's all about staying fluid. Movement and fluid go together. You keep moving, your fluids are going to keep moving in your body in your brain. So, uh, but yeah, Kat, that's that's right up the alley of uh, all the other brain vessels up there. Sitting in its little uh, Turkish saddle, they call it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I forget the name of the actual bone, but it's, uh, it's a, it looks like a Turkish saddle. That's why they call it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. That's funny. There you go. Yeah, we, yeah, we've been going down the rabbit hole today ourselves. We've been, uh, we just, are you, are you uh, familiar with Foster Gamble? Who put put on Thrive the the, uh, the movie Thrive? Well, I know the movie Thrive, but I did. I guess I didn't know the producers. He's the producer of it. Yeah, he's uh, um, you know the main the main character of it, and they Thrive Two just came out yesterday, I believe, and okay. and it's a uh, it's a recap on what Thrive said. What probably ten almost ten years ago, I think somewhere around there eight ten years ago and and yeah so we've been going down the rabbit hole this morning and just you know i have, I have to pause the video every five seconds because cat gets all giddy and she's she's just like I, i'm just you know <laughs> well you know what's interesting is the the second movie and, you, and i won't spoil it for you mike but um one of the main things that they do is they discuss all of the alternative medicine and alternative uh, health and wellness things that have been suppressed and suppressed and suppressed and pushed uh, mm. out as quackery, and um, and so it's it was kind of refreshing to see that uh, that there that there's actual scientific proof that these things that your that the medium that you work in is actually working. It works. It really does. We'll be back after a few minutes. We're going to play a few songs. Yeah. So rock out with your socks out. Yeah.
Yeah. 
Kill Feather with Never Stop, their Las Vegas band. Oh my God, Las Vegas. Didn't I just leave there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, we heard a band called High As Hell from Australia. And the song was called... Why does everyone have to say Australia like they're from Australia? Why don't I just say they're from Australia? Okay, whatever. High As Hell from Australia and the song was called House of the Holy. Not to be confused with Houses of the Holy. Actually, House of the Holy. And before that, we heard from the band Drowned Out with their song Falling Down from South Carolina. I just talked to this guy that wrote the song a few minutes ago. Pretty cool. Hang in there, brother. Rock and roll is not dead. Fuck the man. Now we're going to get back to our conversation with Micah Pigeon in Huntington Beach, California. And talking more about cranial sacral, we've been having this whole conversation all evening long, and we really appreciate his time. So without further ado, back to the interview. Imagine, imagine if cranial sacral, if uh, ayahuasca, if, um, you know, Reiki, other therapies were all covered by health insurance. Wouldn't that be something? And, you know, some of them are actually doing that. I think it was Aetna. There was a guy on the uh, CEO of Aetna was on a few years ago saying that they, uh, they're they starting to allow cranial sacral uh, and 
I don't know, this was years ago, but he's on a YouTube talking about it because they, you know, you follow the money, the insurance money says, well, look, if we let these people have these sessions, they get sick less. So, you know, it's not about them being really friendly corporate America. Let's help you out. No, it's like, God, we actually can make more money off you. If we let you have these cranial sacral sessions, you know, once a month or something, because people aren't sick. So that's, uh, I hope to see that soon. I know right now there's not a lot of it around. And, uh, and, uh, but I I imagine that's the way we're going to go. Things have got to shift somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do we get the word out about, I mean, yes, we have you, we've got your, your website, which is a mouthful, Orange County Cranial Sacral Therapy. I I know that um, for people that haven't written that down, I'm going to put that on on my um, Rock the Talk website for people to. That's in Hun- yeah, that's in Huntington Beach, California, by the way. Mm, beautiful Huntington Beach. I love Huntington. There's like what I love about Huntington Beach is you can actually take the dogs down under the water. Yeah, we have a beautiful doggy beach right now. Oh, yes. But for other people that want to find Mike, um, they can go to Upledger Institute and you can do a search for Mike. Yeah. Um, and his website there is IAHP.com forward slash Michael, which is kind of cool. And yeah. it's got all your information. And that for the people that don't know what IAHP is, it's the International Association of Healthcare practitioners so very easy to find you there they can uh, also email you right that's that's correct uh there yeah uh, it's uh the email's right there on the website um mm-hmm. or you can text me or, or give me a call now i was going to say on that upledger.com if you go to upledger.com it says search search for a therapist if you yep. put my name in there that that'll pull up my uh, my stuff too so anyway now let me give you a let me spell my name for you Are you going to do that dave or am i going to do that go go ahead you go ahead and do it you've done it for years so you go ahead and do it <laughs> It's not the easiest last name. So the first name is Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Last name is pronounced a pigeon. And that's A like Apple, P like Paul, I like Indiana, D like David, G like George, I like Indiana, A like Apple, N like Nancy, a pigeon. Which is, a, I've always done a play on words with your name for years and... No, he's not a pigeon. No. <laughs> it's an Armenian name. My dad was full-blooded Armenian. He's uh it's an Armenian name and it's pronounced ah like the dentist says, say ah, David. Ah. Uh, pigeon. It's a lot of Armenians and uh good friends of mine in the valley. Armenian actually the, the band system of a down. They're all Ar- Armenian. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. Glen, uh, Glendale, Little Armenia. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here on Rock the Talk. Um, you know, Kat is a newly... Uh, she's she's actually a Reiki master now, so it's... Uh, Way to go, Kat. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so she's been doing this for a little bit now, but now that she's up to master status, um, yeah, we're feeling the flow a lot more. And, and it's uh, we're trying to create this community of people around us, especially in these in these um, <coughs> COVID times <laughs> of fear based uh, 
mentality to try to maintain the balance. Right. Well, let don't work in fear, people. You know what? You know, I got to say this one thing. It just came to mind. I have no idea when this first thing came out, why they kept saying, get in your house, stay in your house, wear a mask. Instead of saying, everybody start improving your immune system, walk, you know, and take, uh, take another, uh, vitamin C pill, get up to 2000 units a day, you know, eat some things that will improve you from getting it. I didn't hear that for like four months. And finally, people are starting to come out. You know, these, these doctors are the people they're letting talk, saying, improve your, your, your immune system. It wouldn't be a bad idea to do that right now anyway. I mean, it, is, you know, it makes sense. Coming, doesn't it make sense? It like, makes hey, sense. maybe we should tighten our boat so we don't sink instead of like get bigger guns or whatever. Yeah, Kat, Kat and I have been seeing people um, in their cars wearing masks, people jogging wearing masks. People riding their bikes wearing masks, and and we're just like no, like 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 Ralph, like Ralph says, right? Ralph Smart, breathe in that good ass prana. <laughs> right? That's right. Right now, self care is the and we've never needed more self care that I know of in my lifetime ever. So take care of yourselves. Make it a priority. Get to the, get the priority up there of self-care. Because just like the oxygen mask on the plane, you take care of yourself, you'll be in better shape to take care of those around you you love and that you know depend on you. Words of Wisdom by Michael Apigeon. Thank you very much, sir, for being on the show. Um, if you want to get in touch with him, with a, go ahead and uh, in the transcripts, I'll have all the information for you. And... Mike, thank you. Thank you for... Sir David Reed Watson, I appreciate it. It was beautiful speaking with you too. You guys take it easy. Thank thank, you. Thank you for being part of the solution. All right. Thank you, Mike. My pleasure. Carry on, guys. (laughs) Okay, that's it. Thanks, Mike. Be well, David. Be well, Kat. See you soon. Bye-bye. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. That was a great conversation with Micah Pigeon. Thank you, Mike, for being on our show this evening, talking a lot about cranial sacral therapy, any kind of other therapy that you can think of. Now, um, if you want to get in touch with Mike, you can go to Upledger Institute, which is just Upledger, that's U-P-L-E-D-G-E-R.com, and you can do a search for him there where they can search for the practitioners, or you can... um, Go to the IAHP.com, which uh, he is on. And the IAHP stands for International Association of Healthcare Practitioners. So that's IAHP.com. And uh, Micah Pigeon on there, his last name is spelled A-P-I-D-G-I-A-N. Or you can go to his website himself, and that is the... Orange, Orange County... Orange County Cranio, and that's Cranio, not Cranial, Craniosacral Therapy. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah, baby. So we've had, I, I, this is, you know, Mike and, Mike and I go back many, many years, and he's a great guy. Um, he's, he's a, you know, he's a sweetheart. He's into polarity therapy. And the cranial sacral, you know, he's helped me along with my 
with my Reiki stuff as well. Worked on me, vice versa, you know, and now that that Kat's in the loop with all this, she's also a, a Reiki master as well. You know, you've, you've got your options to contact us as well if you want to try any kind of, either of the therapies, right? Because, you know, now with COVID, uh, the, the positive thing about COVID, if you can say there's a positive thing about COVID, is that now um, we, we, can, we can pretty much take clients who don't even have to be in this country. Uh, it's, Zoom has opened up this door for a lot of us, and we know that this works. We know, as Mike had mentioned in the, in the interview that we did with him, that he thinks that it might actually be more powerful than actually in person, which is amazing to me. But we know, you know, Cat. We we talked about Cat and I had talked earlier in the interview that we were watching Thrive Two. Um, well, after the interview, Cat and I went right back downstairs and watched the rest of this documentary, which was. I mean, she said at the end of it, she goes, I'm buying this for everybody I know. Everybody I know must see this movie. Right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really, really well done. And I think it explains a lot about what's going on and goes, you know, goes through history, comes right to the present and talks about where we're going in the future with everything yeah, we've got to, you know, um, part of being practitioners is that uh, using these modalities that we have, it's imperative right now with all the dysfunction going on around the world, all the fear that's going on around the world, it's imperative for us to be holding the space of not fear. I guess you would. Yeah. It's, 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 it wouldn't be called not fear. I'm sure. <laughs> Being brave. Well, being brave. I like that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, At least reducing the anxiety out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there is a lot of anxiety out there. I noticed, you know, yesterday it was interesting. Kat had a confrontation with a neighbor because of the dog. Um, I had a confrontation on my bicycle because, you know, somebody yelled at me to get out of the road and, you know, and the dog freaked out at another dog. And I was like, what's going on in the world? You know, is this, you know, I mean, we kind of, Kat and I, we kind of live in this little bubble because, you know, we're both into the spiritual aspect of everything. So we kind of surround ourselves with that. You know, we both meditate, we both talk about spiritual stuff but we know every household out there is not this way you know it's well yeah so we're not used to confrontations <laughs> I know, it's like whoa dude you know it's it's like when i lived in boulder colorado it's like you'd you'd pass we we called it going into the bubble and every time any radio station i was listening to i'd go over the hill into boulder and the radio station would cut out and it'd be like oh i'm in the i'm in the bubble again you know and yeah. Anyway, so we've heard a lot of great music tonight. Um, we're going to have some more music and we're going to actually, as we play some of this music, I actually want to, a cat is going to tell you a little bit. She, I played her the song. Okay. Mike had talked about in the interview that he did this song um, when he was in Nashville. And uh, 
I played it for Kat in yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, Michael is not only a practitioner of craniosacral, he is a musician, and he's a damn good one. And uh, I, I did hear this song before, so I'm super excited um, for you guys to hear it. Yes, so we will be back um, in a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure, should we start off this next set with his song or end it with his song? Let's start it off with this. We're going to start yeah. it off with this song. This is Micah Pigeon with this golden voice. I used to call him Kenny Loggins because he sounded like Kenny Loggins to me. This is his song, Holy Now. Rock the Talk. Find us at Rock the Talk Radio on Facebook. Find us right here on firebrandradio.online. Be right back. When I was a boy each week On Sunday we would go to church and Pay attention to the priest He would read the holy word And consecrate the holy bread And everyone would kneel and bow Today the only difference is Everything is holy now Everything Everything, everything is holy now And when I was in Sunday school We would learn about the time Moses split the sea in two And Jesus made the water wine And I remember feeling sad Miracles don't happen still Now I can't keep track Cause everything's a miracle Everything, everything Everything's a miracle Wine from water is not so small but an even better magic trick Is that anything is here at all So the challenging thing becomes Not to look for miracles But finding where there isn't one When holy water was a rare at best Barely wet my fingertips But now I have to hold my breath It's like I'm swimming in a sea of it There used to be a world half there Heaven's second grade hand me down But I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is holy now Child's face 
Say it's not a testament That'd be very hard to say See another new morning come Say it's not a sacrament I tell you that it can't be done This morning outside I stood Saw a little red-winged bird Shining like a burning bush And singing like a scripture verse It made me want to bow my head I remember when church let out How things have changed since then Everything is holy now Used to be a world half there A heaven second rate hand-me-down But now I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is holy now Pigeon with the song Holy Now. Thank you, Mike, for the brilliant conversation this evening. We enjoyed it very much, talking about craniosacral therapy and other modalities out there. Um, if you want to get in touch with Mike, you can find him on Orange County Craniosacral Therapy.com. That's his website. Or you can find him on Upledger Institute's website, and that's upledger.com. Um, find us right here on Firebrand Radio. Dot online and find us on Facebook at Rock the Talk Radio. We're going to leave you now for another week. Um, any last words? Cass? See ya. Mike and I used to go to Agape Spiritual Center when we both lived in Los Angeles. It was in Culver City and one of our mentors was Michael Bernard Beckwith. So I'm going to leave you with a song that he did and it's called The Mystic Chord of Memory. Have a great week. And we will see you next Tuesday. I want to invite you on a sweet and wonderful journey. It's a journey that you're already on. But now you're going to embrace this journey more consciously. You're going to lengthen the cord of memory, the mystic cord of memory. You are going to come back to yourself. You're going to remember who and what you are and have a joyful reunion with the choices that you have made to be here at this time in your own unfolding history, which is the mystery of life unfolding that lasts forever. As you begin to be conscious
conscious now that, that your body is breathing and that it needs no help from you at this moment. As you now begin to be conscious that your heart is beating and that you're lengthening the cord of memory and becoming more aware that it needs no help from you. That there is something about you that is of life and of beauty and of eternity.
As you notice that the body is breathing, notice that the dust and the grit of anxiety and fear, they're dissolving. Anxiety and fear are unraveling. Anxiety and fear, they're being transmuted. Those thought forms that emerge from a sense of resistance and separation, they're dissolving now. Transmuting from this higher awareness that there's nothing against you and that everything is for you, they're dissolving. It's okay to feel this. I want you to give yourself permission to feel this. You have authority. You are your own authority. Give yourself permission to feel this now. Simply say, I give myself permission to fly in the realm of peace. In the realm of joy. To fly in the realm of knowing that all of my needs are met. I give myself permission to know that I am cradled in such good and such beauty. I give myself permission to be free. Lengthen the mystic cord of memory 
yourself remember again that life is for you and not against you. Let yourself remember once again that you're on a sweet and wonderful journey.